I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door, just like a Murillo Crossfield ball. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win? Only via the app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hello, welcome to this edition of Red Side of the Trent. This is your preview for the Forest v Southampton game taken on the 8th of May, which is the bank holiday, obviously celebrating the coronation of the king and, and all that sort of stuff if you're into that. I am joined by, in that numbers podcast, Ray Hunt. Ray, how are you? You well? Yes, I'm well, as well as can be expected. Uh, but yeah, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on and making me dredge up the car crash that has been our season. So yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I I don't think any Southampton fan would have predicted how to to finish this low, especially going through three managers. I mean, that's that's as many as Chelsea this season. So that's that you're in a nice kind of like bracket there with with them and and Leeds United going through about five managers this season. Obviously, Saints sit bottom on twenty four points this season. What's what's gone wrong overall? From if 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 you're going to explain it from a Southampton perspective, obviously I don't watch every game you play this season. I wish I didn't. <laughs> um, well, I mean, how long have you got? <laughs> uh, I mean, from coming coming in from last season, I honestly didn't think it could get much much worse than the way that we ended it. I mean, because we won one, I think, in the last twelve games. Hmm. Um, you know, the, the heads were on the beach from from mid March and. Uh, yeah, it frustrated the hell out of me. And then we finished 15th. So what I would give to have a season like that again. But, you know, it's just it's just been dreadful, isn't it, from start to finish. And I don't think it needed to happen either. And I know everyone says this about their club. Um, but I feel that we have, the you know, a good enough team on paper to be able to beat the drop and maybe push for that mid-table mark. Personally, that's what I think. We just had, we just needed a stable manager. Um but, you know, I think, yeah, I think we could have made a better showing for it. But then, you know, there's been a lot of things that have gone wrong with the, with the, with the new owners, with the managers, as you've mentioned, three managers this season. They've all been as bad as each other. The board's decision making has been absolutely shambolic. Um, and, you know, we've had uh, instabilities with the coaching staff as well. Um, and then obviously the managerial decisions like in-game tactics. It's just been 
Oh, it's been awful. I mean, we've we've been through. I think we've had three set piece coaches this season, and no one has got it right because the amount of goals that we can see from set pieces, it's just it's it's almost laughable, really. But yeah, it's. I mean, we've we've also lost our um uh, operations manager. He's off at the end of the season. Managing director has handed his notice in as well. So there's a lot of stuff going on with this club off the pitch as well. So it's um it's no quick fix. Yeah, I mean, I was quite surprised that Hassan Hootel went off, especially with the transfers he made. I mean, would you say the summer window was a big factor in your season because you brought in a lot of young players with a lot of potential, but none had even played senior football, never mind Premier League football, but on on paper and, and even from glimpses from what I've seen, some of them do look like they could definitely make the grade. And even if you go down, they would be very good championship players. I look at like Bazuno in goal, Romeo Lavia, who's actually was talked about going back, was going to get like Todd Bowley was going to chalk out 50 million after mm. the performance against Chelsea for him. And then uh, other players, I mean, Nathan Teller's been out on loan at Burnley doing really well, obviously got promoted with them and he's going to be back in Southampton squad next season. But yeah, would you say your transfer windows kind of put you in this predicament as well as everything else that you've just mentioned? Well, I think our main our main target going into the summer window was getting that that striker to score our goals. We haven't replaced Danny Ings. Still haven't done that. Shea Adams is a player that likes to play off of someone like a Danny Ings. Haven't got that main focal point up front. Ralph Hasenhutl didn't get it done. As you said, he brought in a lot of young players. Uh, and that that goes again on the board. Their transfer policy to bring in young players at cut prices does not cut it in modern football. Uh, and I know Alan Hansen said that famous thing, you don't win anything with kids. Mm. It, it's true. You don't win anything, especially in modern football and especially in the Premier League. And yeah, Lavia has been great. He's 19 years old. You can't rely on him. Man City have that buyback clause, which I'm sure they're going to reactivate, but I don't think they can reactivate that till 2024. Uh, Carlos Alcaraz has been brilliant. But other than that, the players that we brought in, I mean, January window as well, spent over £50 million in that window. They bought a striker that they desperately needed in the summer. He wasn't involved in the 20 against Bournemouth and Newcastle. <laughs> There's, we haven't got a striker. We haven't, we're not playing with a, a natural striker. And that's, that's, the, that's the problem. So, yeah, the transfer, the transfer policy and the bad management, managerial appointments have been why we're at the bottom and deserve I, it. Yeah, I mean, I, I really scoffed and laughed. And, I mean, a lot of Forest fans would have been on the same boat when you brought Nathan Jones in. We was literally like, do, do Southampton really want to get relegated? Because that was what that's what will happen. And, I mean, I went to the Southampton game at your place uh, over the Christmas period where we've picked up our only win this season. And watching Nathan Jones punch himself in the face was quite a sight to be seen. So, I mean, talk us about that absolute shit show. <laughs> Uh, well, believe it or not, the game got the, the uh, there are worse games than that one. And that's yeah. saying something because I, I <laughs> so I've, just, I've just been I was at that game also. Um, but yeah, I, I've just come back from that Bournemouth game as well in midweek. And that was worse. Um, but yeah, that game, at, it was a bad game in general, I think. Yeah, um, awful. it was awful. Yeah, I think there was only one shot on target in the whole game. And that was um, that was your goal. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. And, I, and right, I'm thinking it was your first away win of the season and it still remains your only away win yes. of the season as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and one shot on target, it, it, it was poor. Um, from what I remember of that game, um, we had a lot of the ball, but couldn't mm. do anything with it. Yeah. Um, we, we created next to nothing, um, and we deserve to get beat. And th that's been the story of the season, especially at home. Um, che Adams is, as much as I love Che, 
he needs about five or six chances to get a goal and we don't create five or six chances and and, and that's the problem couldn't create anything bad tactics as i say usually in the second half and we get beat and yeah as i say that game was just yeah that was one to forget yeah but then your story away from home i mean i i'd kill for southampton's away form this season because forest would be safe if that's what it was i mean four four away wins i mean chelsea and everton included in there you might be able to fill in the other gaps but i know you had a draw against arsenal recently at their place i mean some incredible results on the on the road but home form has like you said been absolutely terrible what what what's what's been the difference is it, is it like kind of the shackles are off away from home or what because that's obviously what the so. fear, that's what the fear is going to be obviously at the city ground because southampton are going to have the shackles off so trust me don't it's fear. Must, and it's a must <laughs> and it's a must win for us must, must yeah it win. is don't worry about it honestly um <laughs> yeah I, I i think there's a lot of fan pressure I mean, that, I mean, when we, we lost to Wolves at home, we were 1-0 up and uh, Mario Lamina got sent off for Wolves. And then we ended up losing the game 2-1. Yeah, That was the last straw for a lot of fans. It was really, I mean, I saw fans fighting amongst themselves. I saw our fans like head over to the dugout towards Nathan Jones and handing his P45, you know, being subdued by the, by the stewards. I, it, was, it was a horrible atmosphere to be involved in around that time of Nathan Jones. And... Yeah, booing our own players, which is something that I've never seen before, which, yeah, it, it, it was bad. But maybe away from home. Saints have always done this, where they they always up against the, the bigger teams. I mean, we scored three against Arsenal and three against Tottenham. And how did that happen? We went to Old Trafford and got a draw. I mean, yeah, away from home, without the fan pressure, I think that's massive. You get, get them at home and that's it. They, they just, it's, it's a bad atmosphere. The whole The whole club at the moment is in... Yeah, it's in disarray. I mean, I'm I'm in, I'm in a bit of shock and awe that Southampton fans are scrapping amongst each other because you don't come across as that type of fan base. In, in all honesty, not not to any disrespect, because I think that's quite nice that you, yeah, yeah. like a, you're a fam, you're a family club. Whereas at Forest, Apart from when we play those 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 lads up the road from League One, which we're not allowed to mention. <laughs> oh, 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 Pompey, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Well, I know the striker up there, Colby Bishop. So that's nice. Um, yeah, yeah I mean. <laughs> Like I said, I know you've said don't worry about it, but this is a, obviously a must-win, and it, and it still technically is a must-win for Southampton because you're not mathematically out of it. But Forest, I've got a thing about home games recently, uh, especially this turn of the year, where it's a must-win, and 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 fans kind of think, well, well, what um, are that three points, and it's not happened. Wolves and Everton spring to mind yeah, most recently. We've done that too, yeah. <laughs> um, but what what? What do you think of the game? What what are you anticipating? I know you're saying you're telling me not to worry, but I've got to worry. It's forest at the end of the day. We do we don't do things the easy way. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two year contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage of McDelivery. You win? Order now on McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Well, I mean, 
I've gone through those stages. I mean, I've gone through denial. I've gone through anger, which I'm still at, by the way. Um, <laughs> bargaining, depression again, which I'm still at. Um, and then after that Bournemouth game, I'm into acceptance now. So I'm fully believing that we are going to get relegated and this game doesn't really matter for us now. Um, I say don't worry because all, all you need to do is have a game plan against us <laughs> and stick to it and you'll win. Put in plenty of balls into the box. Uh, if you press up high uh, and capitalise on what well, Ruben Sellers likes, likes to he likes to play out from the back. He thinks he's Pep Guardiola. It doesn't work. <laughs> so if you press us up high, then we are forced to hoof the ball upfield, which we lose possession anyway. Um, we're just such an easy team to play against, home or away at the moment. Um, and also set pieces. Like I said before, you know, if you capitalise on all those set pieces by putting balls in the box, our defence just is not good enough to to withstand long periods of pressure. We just can't do it. And when, when you try and park the bus, which is what he tried to do at St. James's Park, being one new up at half time, you saw what happened. We never had a we never had a touch in their box in the second half. Hmm. And yeah, it is a big, big game for you. But I think we we're kind of the shackles are off now. In a in a in a sense that we don't. I don't think the players care. I've got no faith in the players. I've got no faith in the manager. The players don't want to be there now. James Ward Prowse is already you know he's already planning his move away. So yeah, Forrester go in there for a fight. And I don't, yeah, I don't have any reason to believe that we're going to do anything other than lose. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned about set pieces. We let in three set pieces against Liverpool the other day. And I remember going to Southampton and every time James Ward-Prowse got anywhere near the box with a free kick, I was fearing for my life. There was one where we gave her on the <laughs> edge of the box. I was going, oh, for God's sake, this is a goal, isn't it? Yeah. And he actually put it in, put it over the bar, luckily. But if you're if you're accepting of of relegation and, and and everything else, what what do you think for the future? Then do you think you've got a chance of bouncing straight back up? Do you think you need a change of manager, or is it kind of a reset? Obviously, not to the extent of where you got a double relegation and you had to bring come back up through Nigel Atkins or the other years ago. Oh, you remember? Although, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm a I'm a football fan in general, so League One I, minus I, ten, yeah. especially as Southampton go past completely past Forest into League One and then all the way back past them before we've even got back in the Premier League ourselves so you know you remember those sort of things Norwich and Sheffield United did it recently as well yeah. so yeah league one minus 10 we were at and that was yeah oh goodness I <laughs> thought that, I thought this season was bad but yeah no um I don't think it's a quick fix if I'm being honest to say Ruben Sayas is only going to be there to the end of the season he's only the interim manager so they need to get a they need to keep a good core of players first we don't know who's going you know there's a lot of players that are out of contract which aren't going to be renewed like uh Willie Caballero you know, his age as well. He's not going to sign a new deal. Theo Walcott, not going to sign a new deal. And Mohamed el hopefully won't sign a new deal. Um, and then you've got players that are far too good for us, like James Ward-Prowse. We don't know what's going to happen with Che Adams. You've got Armel Belakotchap, Romeo Lavia, obviously, as I've mentioned. But if we can keep a good core of championship-style players, like, I don't know, Adam Armstrong, Alcaraz, maybe our defence, probably be okay. But it's not just the players and, and the manager. I think the backroom staff as well, there's a big upheaval. And this summer is going to be horrible. So I don't know what's going to happen. So I, I, I think it is going to be a full reset. And I think maybe two or three years in the championship, as much as I don't want to say it, it could do us the world of good. I did want to ask you before we got into a few forest thoughts and, and predictions and stuff about Ross Wilson, because he was at Southampton recently before going to Rangers and we've just appointed him I think like director of football or sport I don't know what they call it yeah, these I days it's, yeah. it's a load of bollocks basically it's like over 
like just undermining the manager normally, I think. But um, have you got anything to say about about his tenure at uh, Southampton or not really? Is it is it a bit of a... There was a lot going on around that time when he left us. And I don't think, yeah, I don't think it really, we, we weren't really focused on that point, to be honest. Yeah, that's fair enough. Okay. Um, what, what have your thoughts on Forrest this season? If you've caught glimpses of us, obviously we, we beat you on <laughs> St. Mary's somehow. I don't know how, but um, if you've managed to watch us any other time or match of the day or whatever, what have you thought? Do, do you know what? Um, I will say last season, I was really, really cheering you guys on in the playoffs. I really wanted to go. I'm at a certain age where I remember I remember Teddy Sheringham and Roy Keane playing for you. Mm. Um, that's how long ago it was. And I, obviously, I remember being in the, in the Premier League since then. So l- last season, I really wanted them to go up. I, li- I liked your squad. Um, this season, though, it's difficult because, I mean, we had 16 new faces this year, and I thought that was mental. You've had like 26 or 27 new players. Near a 30. Yeah, like, but, but a lot of them, a lot of them either went on loan or haven't played as well. So, yeah, yeah. you spent a lot of money. That was well publicised, wasn't it? I mean, Jesse Lingard cost a fortune, um, and he hasn't played. I think he's been injured for quite a bit of the season, yeah, hasn't he? Has, he? Yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I don't really, yeah, I don't really watch a lot of of Nottingham Forest. Obviously, I mean, I saw enough of them at St Mary's to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. My my thinking for this game is we could actually win on Monday and we actually be safe because I look at Everton, Leeds, and Leicester, and I believe two of those sides might lose all of their games quite quite possibly, and and this is why it's such an important game for us. But I just like to get your predictions on it, Ray, and, and maybe a lineup prediction if you if you were Ruben Sellers, although you'd, I don't think you're a big fan of his by the sounds of it. Definitely not. Well, I, I will say one thing about you. I think. I think you'll be all right. I do. I think you're just, maybe just all right. I think Saints and Everton are down. I think you can say that. I look at Everton's running. I'm looking at it now. Um, yeah, Brighton, City, Wolves, Bournemouth. I don't know. I don't think there's many points to be had for them. Um, the goal difference could be quite crucial, though, because your goal difference is just as bad as ours, I think. Yeah, it's terrible. So, mm, minus 32, both of us. But um, like you said, if you beat us, I think that's going to be it for you because I cannot see, looking at Leeds as well, Man City... Newcastle, West Ham, and Spurs. I don't think they're going to get any points. So I, I mean, think they've, they've, re- they've recruited Big game. Sam in uh, in the last yeah. couple of days, haven't it's they? Too, I mean, too late. It's too late. It's... He's he's been out of football for a long, long time. I can't imagine his style of football being that that great for it this these days. But what yeah, did I expect him to do with four games. I I don't get it, especially against those, games, op- especially against the same opposition that Gracia was going to have. So you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know, but um, in terms of the game. Uh, lineups. I mean, wow, it's going to be completely different to what I want and what Sayers wants. But I'm, I'm going to say, yeah, McCarthy in goal because he's just come back in from Bazunu uh, the last couple of games, which is fine. I'm happy with. Um, Kyle Walker Peters, Bednarek, Belakotchap, left back. I don't know. Um, Ainsley making noise because we just got um, Raymond Perot's been out. He's out for the season now. Um, but actually, they'll probably put uh, Maitland-Niles and uh, Kyle Walker-Peters will probably swap. So Kyle Walker-Peters will go to the left. Uh, Lavia and Prousey will play holding, or I hope. And I hope I hope he goes with Stuart Armstrong, Alcaraz and Sulemana, and then Che Adams up front. That's what I hope. But he'll, knowing him, he'll probably put Lianco at right back. Walcott will be up front on his own. And Adam Armstrong and Mohamed Elianusi will be running around like headless chicken. And not getting anywhere. That that Lianco looks like a like a bouncer outside of, of a nightclub, if I'm honest. When I we love him. We love him. <laughs> and he's just such a great character. He's brilliant with the fans. He, we love him, but he just 
you just don't trust him with the ball. He's, <laughs> he's certainly not a right back, that's for sure. And that's where he's been playing. So Definitely yeah, getting that left back against Brennan Johnson then. That'll yeah, be, I don't, fa- I, I don't that'll fancy be, that. That'll be ideal because, yeah, that'll be, be brilliant. Uh, have you got a score prediction for us, Ray? Um, I think on my show, I said nil-nil. But right. now that this was before the Newcastle game, having said that. So I'm, I'm going to say that you guys are going to do it. Uh, you're going to do it one nil again. All right, lovely. Uh, Ray, if, if any Forest fans want to hear the Southampton's perspective things of, of, the, <laughs> of the upcoming game, where can they check out your podcast? Yeah, we're on all uh, podcast platforms, wherever you want to find it. I mean, you can find us on Twitter as well, at Number Podcast. Find us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, yeah, just search in that Number Podcast and you will find us. Lovely. Thank you very much for joining us on Red Side of Trent. Um, obviously, no problem. Uh, good luck in beating the drop. If not, good luck in the championship. Maybe we'll be having this conversation next season. Yeah, maybe <laughs> I was going to say, maybe I'll come on next season again. And maybe we'll do that. <laughs> nice one. Take care, Ray. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Thanks very much. Cheers. Just a quick one as well from all of us on this podcast. This is something that we all share, and it's something that myself and I'm sure the other guys have noticed as well is that. A lot of people, especially Forest fans, as that's what mostly I do have on my Twitter, um, seeming to struggle a little bit with their mental health at the minute. You know, if you are struggling, um, by all means, message the pod and one of us will reply to you or message somebody on Twitter, you know, use the Forest timeline with the hashtag or just to make sure you talk to somebody rather than doing anything silly. Um, there is plenty of options out there. You know, if you also want to talk to someone in confidence, there's, you know, charities like Mind who will help you. Um, but just make sure you just talk to somebody rather than, you know, doing anything silly. I think that's um, an important message to relay um, to anybody who listens to the pod who might be struggling at this time. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage of McDelivery. You win? Order now on McDonald's app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.